Welcome to the Words That Minister Grace podcast. In this podcast, we read excerpts from books that the host finds edifying. Expect to hear from authors such as Matthew Henry, John Calvin, and J.C. Ryle. We take our name from Ephesians 4.29, where Paul exhorts us that our speech should build up each other, or as the King James says, minister grace. I am your host, the fake King Hesse. In this episode... We continue our reading of Calvin's Institutes, Book 2, Chapter 8. We'll be reading Section 23-24, through 24, while Calvin continues his discussion on the Third Commandment, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. 23. In the first place, we must consider what an oath is. An oath, then, is calling God to witness that what we say is true. Execrations, being manifestly insulting to God, are unworthy of being classed among oaths. That an oath, when duly taken, is a species of divine worship, appears from many passages of scripture, as when Isaiah prophesies of the admission of the Assyrians and Egyptians to a participation in the covenant, he says, In that day shall five cities in the land of Egypt speak the language of Canaan, and swear to the Lord of hosts. Isaiah 19.18 Swearing by the name of the Lord here means that they will make a profession of religion. In like manner, speaking of the extension of the Redeemer's kingdom, it is said, He who blesseth himself in the earth shall bless himself in the God of truth, and he that sweareth in the earth shall swear by the God of truth. Isaiah 65.16 In Jeremiah it is said, If they will diligently learn the ways of my people to swear by my name, the Lord liveth. As they taught my people to swear by Baal, then shall they be built in the midst of my people. Jeremiah twelve sixteen. By appealing to the name of the Lord and calling him to witness, we are justly said to declare our own religious veneration of him. For we thus acknowledge that he is eternal and unchangeable truth, insomuch as we not only call upon him in preference to others as a fit witness to the truth, but as his only assertor, able to bring hidden things to light, a discerner of the hearts. When human testimony fails, we appeal to God as witness, especially when the matter to be proved lies hid in the conscience. For which reason, the Lord is grievously offended when those who swear by strange gods and construes such swearing as a proof of open revolt. Thy children have forsaken me and sworn by them that are no gods. Jeremiah 5.7 the heinousness of the offense is declared by the punishment denounced against it. I will cut off them that swear by the Lord, and that swear by Malcolm. Zephaniah 1, 4, 5. 24. Understanding that the Lord would have our oaths to be a species of divine worship, we must be the more careful that they do not, instead of worship, contain insult or contempt or vilification. It is no slight insult to swear by him and do it falsely. Hence in the law this is termed profanation. Leviticus 19.12 For if God is robbed of his truth, what is it that remains? Without truth he cannot be God. But assuredly he is robbed of his truth, when he is made the prover and attester of what is false. Hence, when Joshua is endeavoring to make Achan confess the truth, he says, My son, Give, I pray thee, glory to the Lord God of Israel, Joshua 7.19, intimating that grievous dishonor is done to God when men swear by him falsely. 
and no wonder, for, as far as in them lies, his sacred name is in a manner branded with falsehood. That this mode of expression was common among the Jews whenever any one was called upon to take an oath is evident from a similar obtestation used by the Pharisees, as given in John, John 9.24. Scripture reminds us of the caution which we ought to use by employing such expressions as the following, As the Lord liveth, God do so and more also. I call God for a record upon my soul. Such expressions intimate that we cannot call God to witness our statement without imprecating his vengeance for perjury if it is false. Thanks for listening. In the show notes, you can find contact information and a link to the text from today. Remember to heed Paul when he says in Ephesians 4.29 to Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers.